you know, with COVID patients, it was crazy because the first time I actually got the first positive patient when everything started, it was the first positive that popped up in the hospital. Oh my goodness. And at first you're terrified because at that point we didn't know anything. Welcome to the Young Enterprises Podcast, the end-to-end mentorship platform for enterprising students to unlock their career. Everyone wants to be three to five years ahead in their life. Where do you want to be? My name is Jack Hildebrand, and I'm with my co-host, Alec Agopian. On this episode, we welcome Brooke Southmaid. Brooke went to nursing school at the University of Portland and is now a registered nurse at Providence St. Vincent in Portland. At her hospital, she was pre-assigned to the first COVID-positive patient. Over the course of the interview, we took a deep dive into her journey through nursing school, passing the NCLEX, which is the test nurses have to take to get licensed, and then into the nitty-gritty of her day-to-day role as a flow pool nurse. Make sure to visit our website at youngenterprises.us, where you can sign up for the newsletter, and even enter your phone number to receive notifications when episodes drop. Also, you guys know us here at Young Enterprises, we don't pay for advertising. So if you like what we're doing, make sure you subscribe, leave a five-star review, or share our content with your friends and family. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey so far when you began college? What were your goals for your career? Well, I was, you know, pretty lucky because I knew what I wanted to do pretty much right away. So when I was in high school, I knew I wanted to be a nurse. I was lucky enough to have sports medicine at my high school. And so I knew I liked working with patients, you know, working with people and knew I wanted to go into the medical field right away. It was just determining what sector I wanted to go in, if I wanted to do the whole med school route or if I wanted to do um, something like nursing. And nursing is great because, you know, four years and you have a degree and then you can take it and go pretty much wherever you want. So when I was applying to colleges, I was looking for four-year nursing school. And then that's what I did. I went to University of Portland for four years and came out with my degree, which was great. How did you go about making that decision of which field you wanted to go into? I'm very bad at making career changing decisions. So that would take me a long time to decide. Yeah. I mean, the the great thing about nursing is it's a very holistic field. I didn't want to just be focusing on you know, the science side. I wanted to be helping people. I wanted to be involved in the day-to-day cares. I didn't know exactly what type of nursing I wanted to do, but I mean, it was pretty much a no brainer for me to go into nursing because even after those four years, if I wanted to go in and get an advanced practice degree or even go into something with business, it would have been really easy to do. Brooke, after you finished your education, how did you manage to land your first real job and what were you looking for in your employer? Well, it's, it's different with nursing because it's such a specific career. So when I was in college, my first two years were like undergrad nursing. 
took nursing specific courses that were pretty much my prerequisites. But I already had a spot in the nursing program, which was your last two years. I just had to maintain a certain GPA in order to get my spot in the nursing program. And then once you enter into the nursing school, it's pretty rigorous. You're taking only pretty much only nursing classes. And that includes going into the hospital setting and getting practice. And with nursing, it's almost guaranteed once you graduate, if you want to work at the bedside, that you're going to do a residency. So when I was hired, you go through nursing school, you get your degree, and then you have to do the NCLEX, which is your licensing exam. But after you have your NCLEX, then you can start applying for residencies in order to get the first six months to a year of experience supervised and with support. Because it's a pretty big jump to go from nursing school to bedside. Did you do any trauma work? I think I saw I that on your LinkedIn. Yeah, well, when I was a, a capstone student, I worked in a neurotrauma ICU for a few weeks. So that okay. was, yeah, that was pretty cool. How was that experience? Just like eye-opening? Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, 12-inch knives in a brain, you know, oh multiple God. car accidents, people who had massive transfusions. It, it was It was crazy. But I mean, I saw you know, three deaths by the end of, you know, my senior year. Mm -hmm. So it's, it was pretty crazy experience just to work on those cases. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the glamorous, well, not so glamorous side of things is, you know, those crazy situations where you're having to act really, really quickly and, you know, life and death decisions on, you know, every single day. So. Mm -hmm. Comes with the job, though. It does. It does. But what I do now is I'm a flow pool nurse at Providence St. Vincent. And so that means when I come into work every day, I'm not sure exactly what unit I get to work on. One day I could be working on the neurovascular floor. The next day I could be working surgical or cardiology um, or pretty much anything else. So awesome opportunity to work with multiple different patients, multiple different populations, and just learn lots of different branches of nursing. So when it comes to jobs, the playing field has altered drastically in both demand and competitiveness. What is one of the biggest things you notice when it comes to what employers look for when interviewing you? I think they're really looking for a team player and someone who's adaptable. We know that when you're getting hired out of nursing school that you don't have experience. So it's a lot about your personality, how you problem solve and critical think, and just how well you work as a team. Because versus many other, you know, sectors of business and stuff like that, nursing is very much a team sport. You have to work with others. Did you have to do a lot of test taking when you were in school? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of preparation for the NCLEX because if you don't if you don't pass, you can't practice. Right. Do you get multiple attempts at that? You you have to pay you have to pay to play, but it's interesting with the NCLEX. You um, the lowest so you get a certain number of questions, and you can pass. The earliest you can pass is at seventy five, 
but the testing can go to 265 some odd questions. So if you don't pass at 75, it's essentially a guessing game on how well you're doing. And then it'll shut off when you've either passed or failed. Okay. All right. So as someone who's already taken the NCLEX, what would you tell someone who's preparing as someone who's already gone through that experience? I mean, it's a mental game more than anything. You have to get a hold of your test anxiety if you're taking it. You have to be prepared. Um, I, I'm a pretty good test taker, so it wasn't too challenging for me, but I was in my head about taking it. Mm-hmm. Signing up for the exam itself took me a little while. I had to be really prepared, did you know a month or two of studying before I could actually get going on it. So. As a registered nurse at Providence St. Vincent in Portland, what does your daily routine look like after you said you go in and then you're assigned to per- your particular field for the day? Yeah, so I wake up at 5.30 in the morning. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> what time do you go to bed? Oh, like 9.30, 10. Okay, that's not horrible. Yeah, not too bad. Are your shifts like 12 hours? Yeah, 12 hours. But they turn, well, they're more realistically, they're like 13. Mm-hmm. But... um. So I wake up at 5.30. I took a look at my, take a look at my phone and see where I'm at for the day. I go to that unit, get my patient assignments, um, start looking in the charts, get organized, figure out what the day is going to look like, who's going to surgery, who, you know, had a bad night and needs a lot of extra attention. Was anyone unstable? Anything like that. And then You know, I go in, I assess my patients, vital signs, any medications, um, and just kind of work my way through the day and what needs to be done for sick people. So after a crazy year, looking back, how did the COVID-19 pandemic affect your working conditions? Do you have any crazy stories? Well, I mean, it turned everything on its head. I remember when it first started, we didn't think it was going to be that bad. You know, it was, we didn't have it too bad at first up in Oregon. And then once it really got started, it really got started. I was pretty much pre-assigned to the COVID floor for six months straight. So I was working exclusively with COVID patients for a decent amount of time. Oh my goodness. You had to get COVID, right? No, I didn't. I never got it. Wow. And now I'm vaccinated, so (laughs) not a guarantee. But, you know, with COVID patients, it was crazy because the first time I actually got the first positive patient when everything started, it was the first positive that popped up in the hospital. Oh, my goodness. And at first you're terrified because at that point we didn't know anything. Are you wearing a full hazmat suit? No, no. All we got were a face shield a mask and what we call contact gown um, and gloves. So at first we, we didn't have very reliable tests in the beginning and the tests were taking, you know, sometimes a few days to come back. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were trying to just find any common denominators with these patients of who was going to be positive, who was not. And then it was, just trying to figure out how best to treat them because there was no standard of how to treat these patients because there was no precedent. When I think about someone wanting to become a nurse, the first thing that comes to my mind is endless years of school. Oh, so no. 
for anyone who doesn't know, how much schooling does it really take? And do you have any advice for getting through it? So again, I went to a four-year nursing school. So when I applied as a freshman, I knew I had a spot in the nursing program. Mm -hmm. That's not the same for every single school. Schools like UW and, you know, pretty much any big school that has a nursing program, you get in, a, in as an undergrad and then you have to apply to the nursing school. That's the benefit of going to Portland. That was a benefit of going to a four-year school is I just had to maintain my grades and I had a spot. But then once you're in nursing school, it's two years of pretty rigorous training Plus, like, I think we had a summer where we did clinicals and classes. And then your senior year is a lot more practical in the hospital experience. So it was really only two, two full years of nursing school and then a year of residency after that. Okay. So what's your best advice for handling the, what's the word? It was, you said it was really intense for the last two years because you were in nursing school. Yeah, it, it's pretty rigorous. It's a lot of sciences, and then you have to balance that with what we call clinicals. So I would have my classes during the week, and then I would have a few days during the week where I would go to either a hospital, clinic, wherever I had my placement, and I would be working with patients, working in the hospital, alongside a nurse, training and getting hands-on experience. Are you even able to balance a normal social life and be in nursing school at the same time? You can with some effort. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I had time for extracurriculars. I played lacrosse, you know, all four years, um, club lacrosse, didn't, you know, some coaching, but it, it is pretty intense. In general and in the business world in particular, many say it's not what you know, but who you know. Have you found this to be the case when it comes to the just nursing opportunities in general? I think a lot is getting your foot in the door. There is, there are quite a few nursing schools in the Portland area. So getting that interview can be a bit of a process. Um, the benefit is we actually got the opportunity to go into hospitals in our area and meet people, meet managers. So I kept in touch with my clinical instructors, which were the nurses that I spent time with. So I was able to stay in contact and reach out to them as I was looking for a job to see if they were, they had any opportunities or if their manager had any opportunities. So being personable and making connections with the people you meet is pretty important. You hear that, folks? It applies to every single industry, even the nursing industry. Everybody has a narrative and a story of how they made their decisions and went through their career. Is there anything about your career path that you've had so far that you would have changed or taken an alternative route when trying to become a nurse? Not, not off the top of my head. You know, when I first was thinking about going into nursing, I was convinced I wanted to be a neuro nurse that I wanted to be on the neuro floor. And that was the only path I was going to do. Mm -hmm. And it was not the opportunity didn't present itself automatically. So I took a job as full pool nurse, which gave me a much broader scope. So I have had the opportunity to work on neuro and ortho and 
cardiology and I have found that I really love some floors that I never thought I would enjoy. So okay. even though I haven't settled on one floor yet, I've gotten so much more experience and I feel like I'm a lot more well-rounded because I took that job. So mm -hmm. even though it wasn't the, what I thought I wanted to do, I have really valued my, my experiences in float pool. It sounds like you're a lot more optimistic. It sounds like float pool nurse is the way to go. If you're asking well, me. I mean, it's, it's not for everybody, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of, you don't have a home. Mm -hmm. Um, exactly. You have your, well, we have a pretty large float pool at St. V's, which is awesome because mm -hmm. I get to see my coworkers. I know who everybody is, but at the same time, you're getting to meet so many different people in the hospital. I've been able to make friends on every floor and just, you're learning from some really awesome nurses who know their stuff inside and out. I don't hesitate if I have a question like, oh, hey, Beth. Can I ask you about this heart rhythm? Can I ask you about this? You know, and it forces you to open up. It forces you to really get to know people and challenges you to continue learning. What's your best career advice? It's the simplest one, but it often brings out the best answers. Oh. Just, and you haven't had a career that long, so that's all right if you don't have a big any, one. Like, but you got to have something. Any like significant learning experience in your past that just stands out? Like what would you have done differently or the same? I mean, I think the best advice I can give is ask questions and be open with people mm -hmm. just in general. You know, don't, the biggest red flag for me with a new nurse is if they think they know everything. It's good to be confident but you always have something new to learn. And I feel like that applies in, in any career, reaching out to people, asking questions, really paying attention to their answers and their insights is, is awesome. And just being, being sociable and talking to people, mm -hmm. you know, especially even with patients, that's the thing I've learned is how to talk to people. Nursing is, is awesome and there's a shortage it's a really hard career but it's very rewarding thank you brooke for coming on the show we appreciate your insightful nursing advice i hope you guys enjoyed the third episode of the healthcare industry month we continue to keep learning and growing this career platform make sure to follow us on instagram and linkedin at young enterprises for more updates thanks again for listening Every time it rains, it rains. Panties from heaven. Shoopy doopy. Don't you know each cloud contains panties from heaven? Shoopy doopy. Copyright music was used during this podcast.